Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. And for those who are counting, this is episode number 30. Today we'll be speaking with Aria Blake. Aria is a pro wrestler, model and writer. She's been on the independent scene uh, for quite a while now, and she has recently finished her contract with MLW, and there has been some rumors that she will go to NXT, and there's also rumors that uh, she may go with AEW in the future as well. But before we go, please go to our website. We are on Podbean. Tell Craig Your Story at podbean.com. We are also on YouTube as well. Please make sure that you're subscribing to our YouTube channel so you know when the updates are happening. And we're also on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, VK for our Russian listeners, and WeChat for our Chinese listeners at Tell Craig Your Story. And we also have a link tree there which tells you where Till Craig Your Story podcast is available to be downloaded. We are on Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, to name a few. All right, here we go. This is my chat with Aria Blake on Till Craig Your Story podcast. Hi, Aria. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, yeah, and, what time is, and what time is it there in Florida? It is 9.02 p.m. right 9:02 now. 9.02 p.m., right. It must be like, uh, what, what time is it here? Is it 11 a.m. in the morning here in the next day? So. <laughs> Ooh. Have you ever been to Australia before? No, I really, really want to. It's like literally top five of places I want to go. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Always welcome to come down. So, so tell us, uh, with the pandemic and with everything that's been happening, are you staying safe? Are you and your family, everything all going well? Yeah, everything's been pretty well. Where I live, it hasn't been a massive outbreak as compared to a place like New York City, where that's- it's been horrible. But here in Florida, um, I've been safe. Luckily, uh, my family and friends are safe. Um, unfortunately, my boyfriend and I were talking earlier, and he thinks his mom might have it, which is kind of oh, sad. But yeah, yeah, she is a flight attendant for a living, so she can get it really easily. Oh, wow. So, of, yeah, of, that's as close as it's been to me, I guess. Yeah, right. Out of all the people that I know, I think that's the first time that I've actually heard somebody's actually actually had it that that's known somebody wow that's well I yeah hope... might have it she's still got to get like tested and stuff but is um apparently very sick so right. i don't know she lives in los angeles so it's not like i've seen anything but yeah yeah for you uh work-wise uh what do, what have you been doing in this in this period like did you have to nothing. um nothing <laughs> did you have to uh, uh... a couple photo shoots yeah right and did you have to reschedule? Did you have like uh, wrestling, uh, you know, events on in this time? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I, especially during WrestleMania week, I had quite a few things I was gonna do, right. but that all got swept away. And 
it's so weird having like an empty calendar and free weekends and stuff like that and yes. not putting like miles on my car and wearing hair on my body. But I mean, I think in Florida, we're one of the more open states right now. It's kind of going back to normal. Um, places are still at limited number of capacity, like 50%, 60, 75. I'm not sure what we're at right now. But so some venues are going to allow shows at, I think the end of June is like the earliest. I've seen some here. Right. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. I yeah. love like, like no shade, but I'm just like, I don't know how you can cap it with including wrestlers and crew and building staff and then fans and stuff. So it's yes. interesting, but I'm glad that we're slowly kind of getting back to normal here. Agreed. But I'll let other people test the waters first. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, um, I, I don't think AEW and WWE you sort of push through it, you know, <laughs> no break. And, and I see that they're slowly starting to get sort of some people in the crowd there sort of uh, yeah. are watching it. So well, let's hope. And did that, that's obviously stopped the independent sort of circuit as well. They, uh, they, they just shut it all down. Yes, pretty much. Those two places and Impact Wrestling are the only places I know that are still running right now. Right. Um, yeah, there's no independence. There's nothing. My last independent show was, and or my last show in general was mm. the end of February in Atlanta, and then after that, I was supposed to be in Tennessee the following weekend, in Louisiana, and like all over the Southeast. But as it started getting worse, I was like, I think I'm gonna calm down on these bookings so i had to tell the promoters like hey it looks bad i'm not gonna come out and then everything got canceled right after so right. yeah there's been no independence just tv companies i think for the most part right. and and what were your plans for the wrestlemania sort of during that time did you say um i the thing i was looking forward to the most was a scramble match i was in for fest wrestling and Fest is, like, one of my home promotions um, in Florida. I was really looking forward to that show. It was going to be in a big venue. And the coolest part about that weekend was it was in Tampa. And I live in Clearwater, which is just a bridge drive over. Right. So I was so looking forward to, like, having international friends come stay with me. Yes. Um, doing all types of shows, even just seeing the different kind of shows, like, and if I could have gone to WrestleMania, that would have been fun too, of course. Yeah. But it was it's just such a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So that was what I looked forward to the most. But I can't even remember what else I had. A um, couple different things. Mostly just excited to go to shows. Yes. Yeah, right. So the events that you uh, have canceled, have they been rescheduled now for like later in the year? Or are you still, it's just still wait and see? I think it's still wait and see right now. Um, some of them, like, I know that there would have been probably, like, one other fest show between now and when it all started. So that probably would will be rescheduled. Um, hopefully, like, end of summer is when they usually hold the next event. So right. maybe we can aim for around there. But, yeah, I don't really have any information on like shows being rescheduled for specific dates because like even with my out-of-state bookings like i don't know what levels of reopening they're at yet they yeah, could right. be at zero capacity they could be at stay home all that stuff 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, let, let's hope that it all gets back to normal, like you said, and you can get back into yes. <laughs> into your wrestling. I yeah, I think I think you get a bit more appreciation now for uh, you know for the whole wrestling and wanting to get out there and traveling and yeah. So, oh yeah, so, even just an appreciation for hanging out at shows, like yes, just and the camaraderie of like fellow wrestlers, friends from across the state, the country, whatever. I feel like a lot more grateful for all of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, Aria, you are currently uh, signed with MLW. Are you still signed with MLW? No? Oh. It just um, ended in March, so during all of this, yeah. Right. But no, I am a free agent right now for the first time in two years. Right. And just going back into your career, you've wrestled with quite a lot of independent, uh, you know, companies. Is that something that you can still do? I know that you can still do that. You know, you don't really need like a manager or an agent yeah. to sort of do that. Is that something that you want to do in the future? Um, I love independence and like that's like my first love because it's where I started. Yes. But I'm definitely more interested in like I have such a love for TV production. It's like something I actually went to college for a little bit in my education. Right. So I, in general, just love TV production and wrestling TV production. So to be in those environments is comfortable for me. I learned so much from them. So, I mean, I love the independence, but I am definitely looking for something, I guess, a little bit more high quality product, yes. I guess, like TV yes. products, but I guess, yes. yeah. Well, just doing a bit of a search yesterday and the day before, it says rumors, I don't know if it's true or not, <laughs> that you may be signing with NXT. Is is that I saw this um so that might be just a bit of a, you know, something you don't know, it's new to you. <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. No, I've heard that before. Yeah. And I was like it was, I was under contract with MLW at the time. But if there's anything new, I literally have no idea. This is the first time I've heard of it. No, I don't have anything my way right now. I mean, especially during virus time. I don't yes. think really contract season right now. To be clear, I've never even had a tryout. So yeah, right. I I don't know about all that getting a contract. Yeah, so no. no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying don't rule it out. Like, if it's yeah. coming my way, awesome. Like legitimately coming my way. To my knowledge, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, isn't NXT isn't that based in in like in your area in that Florida sort of area? Yeah, it's in Orlando. So Orlando to Clearwater is about like an hour and a half, two hours, I'd say. So right. Yeah, close. Okay. So so let's go back uh, way back. <laughs> so you actually you actually born in Clearwater? Is that correct? Yes. Born and raised in Clearwater. And did your did your parents or did your family have anything any involvement uh, with wrestling? Or was this something that you sort of just, just picked up on yourself? I got into it because my younger brother at the time was a fan. So I was 14, I think, and he was 11. So he was really into it and watched Raw and SmackDown and TNA. Yes. So one I remember I just like was in his room and he was watching wrestling and I saw a Divas match and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like I had seen like w female wrestlers before, but I hadn't seen them being like 
like Marie, Michelle McCool, Maria, I was like, wow, they're beautiful. They can kick ass. They like, I was captivated. And then yeah. I remember seeing Jeff Hardy and I was like, I love you. Like instantly. I'm like, <laughs> and he still is my favorite ever. But yeah. um, yeah. So that it caught my attention through my brother and he grew out of it and I just never did. And I've been watching it since late 2008. Right. And, and when, what, when was that period? Like, did you start, you know, going to the events? Did you start training? How did that all start? You know, so you started watching it at a, at a young age with your brother. Yeah. How did that progress from that stage? So in high school, I knew I wanted to wrestle, but I was like, yeah, I'll go to college and whatever too. And I did. But um, there was FCW in Tampa at the time, and they had offered classes for beginners. So yeah. I was like, I want to do that. And as soon as like I had to become of age is when they moved it to NXT Orlando, and that kind of went by the wayside. So I just went to school until one day I had noticed that there was a local wrestling company looking for a ring girl. And not like the type of ring girl that like holds up cards or whatever, but like this yes. ring size collect jackets, whatever have you. So I met with the owner of that company. I told him I wanted to get into wrestling. So this was a way to get my feet wet. And I did that for a little bit. Then one show, Jay Lethal was booked and he had talked to the same guy that had brought me in as the ring girl. And they decided they wanted to collaborate and have a school together. And being that I was already there as a ring girl, I was like, hi, I want to be the first to sign up. So I was. And uh, yeah, that was early early 2014 like january i'd say and then like the school officially became a thing up and running in april of that year right so, when and, i started training. and you said that you he was your tra- main trainer it was uh, jay lethal yes and then um so i learned like the basics and everything with him and then a little bit later on angelina love came and became one of my other trainers right so did they have different sort of styles of training or were you just there to like learn the basics? Um, I learned so much from them beyond the basics. Like Jay's a very, very good teacher. So I, we learned the basics kind of quickly. He explained them very well. Yeah. From her, I learned a lot about women's wrestling, obviously. Even just like motherly advice yes. is something I got from her that I couldn't get from any guy. But they both were really good trainers. They weren't like... They weren't hard asses about anything. They weren't there to prove that they're vets and they have been doing it so much longer. They actively wanted us to get better, wanted to see our improvements, went to our shows, all of that stuff. So they were great trainers. That's awesome. Even to go to your show and get like feedback on on how you went. Yeah. Like at the, well, we have um, a new company now. Like that initial company just doesn't run anymore. So now it's Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Right. So Jay will wrestle some of the guys on that show, like in their first matches. So that's really cool for the students too. Right. Like, and, really and you see, you see with like the WWE, how they really put them through the, the ringer with the training and, and was it like that as well? Or was it like a comfortable sort of, uh, I don't think anything is like that, but it was definitely like, I remember one time Jay was like, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not here to like make you do crunches or jumping jacks or whatever. If you want to be fit and ready for this, like you do it on your time. So that was something I really respected initially. I was like, okay, we're literally here to wrestle. We're not here to do blow up 
just to do them. We're here to get our minds right for when we're actually in the ring. Right. So that was really different, I'd say. We had more of an approach to literally wrestling, not, you know, physical fitness on top of it. Yeah, right. And what did you say that you, what was your major when you went to college? Uh, mass communications, and I mass- minored in sociology. Right. So is that something that you would want to do in the future, or is that just sort of, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, like, if wrestling is shut down forever, like it is right now, yes. probably going to do it, probably going to use my degree. Yes. But um, I used it briefly when I graduated, and then I was like, uh it just, it, I had like a social media management job and it was okay, but it just didn't work out. So it gave me more time for wrestling. And then MLW happened like right after. So it was like by fate, I had to just like go full into wrestling. Yeah. And that's how it's been ever since. But I wouldn't be opposed to using my degree one day. I just, I don't know what to do with it right now. <laughs> Come on, you're still young, you know, you still got plenty of, I know. you know, yeah, well, that's the it's thing. also like, there's no jobs right now, kind of, because yeah. of the virus, yeah, so right. that's kind of making it hard, like, so I just have, like, my own blog right now, like, I still maintain, like, a journalistic aspect of myself, so, yes. yeah, I have yeah. that at least. Excellent. You, you've done your training uh, with the two with the two trainers, and, and then uh, how long did you? How long were you in the training for? And then when was your sort of first match, official match? Um. So like I said, started in April 2014, and then my first match was a student battle royal, January 2015. A student so, battle royal. <laughs> quite a few months. Yeah, it was awesome. It was the first two classes we had. So. The like the three of us from the four of us from our first class and then like five guys from the maybe more than five six seven guys from the second class and it was really fun myself and Aspen Rose were the only females um but it was like it was so fun and looking back it's like those are my best friends and like the people I started with yeah so it's awesome to have that memory with them and literally start together in the same match. Yeah. It was fun. That's so cool. Do you still keep in contact with those wrestlers now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of them, I talk to Hunter Law the most because we have dogs together. Right. Um, he's my ex, um, but he's also one of my best friends. Um, I still talk to Troy Hollywood, like, every day and Snoop Stray. And unfortunately, one of the students in that match passed away since so it's something that like brought us even closer and more bonded together so i keep in contact with all of them as much as i can yeah absolutely absolutely then so you had your first match so were you sort of nervous at the time do you get nervous when you're in front of like a crowd like so um how long did it take you to sort of get used to sort of wrestling in front of a crowd or you still get those little nerves you know even now Still getting used to it. I still yeah. get really nervous. Like I have horrendous anxiety, and it's it it depends on the day, I guess. There are some days where I feel more confident going into matches. There are some days where, like right before the curtain, I'm like, I don't want to go out. I don't want, like my heart's beating a million miles. <laughs> then I get out there, and it's like I there's literally moments where I'm laying there, and I'm like, I love this. I don't want this to end. So. <laughs> It, the anxiety is 
still pretty big, but yeah, when I, I remember being nervous, but more so excited my first match. So I was like, I finally get to show my parents what I had been doing and training at. Cause they'd been like, I'd show them clips from my training, but it was a whole different thing to see at a match. Yes. So I was really excited to be like, look, I had scissors and <laughs> do all that stuff. So, so yeah, so- I get to miss this. So tell us about that. Tell us about uh, how your parents sort of reacted when it was like, hey, mom, hey, dad, you know, I want to be a professional wrestler. <laughs> you know, how, how was, how, uh, how was that reaction? Was, my dad thought it was cool. Like, he didn't, he was like, whatever, do your thing. Yes. So my mom was like, she was uh, like, why am I paying for you to go to college if you're just going to do this? I'm like, well, like, I'm going to college because, like, that's gold and all that. And I'm like, I know you want me to. So yes. I'm also going to do this. And was, like, not in favor of it. And any time I'd, like, be like, oh, I got a bruise or, like, oh, I'm sore here or whatever. She'd be like, well, then stop doing it. Stop doing it. I'm, okay. No. Um, but eventually when she, I guess, saw the work in come out in matches, yes, understood that, okay, this is actually something I can do and something I can, like, live off of, really. Yes. So she became a lot more supportive, I guess, with more understanding. Because, like, before that, she just didn't know a ton about wrestling. Like, her dad had been a fan when, like, she was younger. Yes. But um, besides that, it was just, it was a big surprise to her. And they're supportive of you now, like, do, doing, oh, doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do they go to the matches still? Um, When they're in the area, sometimes. Yeah. They've seen me, I'd say, like, five times. Right. Okay. And what about your brother? Did your brother go into the wrestling business or he's just a, just a no. fan, just a fan? Not even just a fan. He stopped watching in, I'd say maybe like a year after that when I started watching. Right. So yeah, he's seen a little bit. I don't know. He's not really into it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So of what's, of what's some of the matches on YouTube and I've noticed that I don't even know, like uh, maybe half of your matches, uh, you're wrestling against men. <laughs> I know on YouTube and you type in Arya Blake versus one of the things that come up is Arya Blake versus man. <laughs> so so how, how do you feel about that? I mean, I've watched I've watched your matches and you have no problem. Like you just it's like one of the boys, you know, and you just get in there and you you. So no no problem, no pressure, no, you know, the guys are all good, they're all fine. I love wrestling guys because I started wrestling on guys pretty much. Um, Aspen How you and train? I, yeah, Aspen and I are the same size pretty much. So it's it would be very hard for us to, you know, hit certain moves on each other because, like, we are literally tiny. We might not be able to support anybody, nonetheless, yeah. each other. So learning on the dudes was just so much easier, more fun. They could hold me for all types of crazy lucha stuff, flips, whatever I wanted to do. I could learn on them because they could hold me up. So it's I love working with dudes just because I can do so much more. But a lot of that, I guess, yeah, it goes back to fest wrestling and like the whole equal opportunity. Like anybody can wrestle anybody there like it doesn't matter who you are size whatever have you like i've literally had my favorite and best matches there with guys yeah Yeah. i love entered wrestling and i want more of it when we come back to wrestling yes 
And I saw one where it was a uh, uh, the fans could bring in anything they want, and you could grab grab it, and there was like toilet yeah. seats. And <laughs> it was so so funny and so cool. Very very. Uh, it's it's original. I like it. It gives everybody a chance to have a bit of fun and, and all that. And I also had a couple of months ago. I had Zita Zhang on, on the on the program as well. So have you had matches with her, or have you trained with her? Uh, yeah, we have wrestled um, like in wrestling schools in Florida. But like we've had, I think one match in Atlanta it was a four-way with myself Kylie Ray Harlow O'Hara and Zeta right. I won <laughs> come um, on yeah <laughs> uh, we wrestled in that and then I don't think we've cosplay wrestled each other but maybe one day because I know we've both done that like I know she's been Chung Lee and I've been Kim Possible and um Yoko Littner in the past when I had red hair so yes. Maybe we can possibly wrestle one day again when it resumes. Yeah, yeah, she, I mean, uh, when I called her up, she was in Taiwan. So uh, what was it like, uh, sorry, getting back to uh, to your family sort of growing up, what was it like growing up in, in was it Clearwater, Florida? Uh, kind I don't know of. Too, I don't know, don't know too much about that, this area, so tell us a little bit about it. It's the prettiest place. It is literally Clearwater. I was born in a hospital that's right next to the beach, so I was, like, born on the beach almost. Um, but I lived there till I was three and then moved a couple miles north to Palm Harbor and lived there until I was 22-ish, I'd say. Yeah, right. 22. Moved in with Hunter for a little bit, which was kind of in Largo, in Clearwater. It was in Largo nearby, so I've always been in the same kind of area. Now I live in Clearwater again, but a different part of it, so it's kind of all I've known for the most part of my life. Um, it's very beachy, very touristy. Not a lot of people are from here. A lot of people move here. Um, nice. Like my dad's from Ohio. He's not even from here. My mom's from Tampa. But my brother and I were both, both born in Clearwater. And I love it. But yeah. I don't know and if I'm going to live here my whole life. I'm like, I love it, but I'm like, I think I'm ready for other stuff. Yes. And have you done much traveling in your time or have you, with wrestling or just by yourself? Like, I haven't gone overseas yet, so that's a big goal that I was going to accomplish uh, in July. I was going to go to the UK and do a tour, but that is gone. Right. So schedule that for some point. I don't even know if it's going to be this year. It might be next year. But yeah, that was going to be my international debut. Uh, but I've wrestled across mostly the Southeast. Chicago, been to Wyoming for MLW, New York City, Texas. But yeah, mostly the southeastern states. I mostly wrestle in um, Florida or Atlanta. Do you have a favorite sort of independent, or do you like sticking to like your area? You know, is Atlanta good? And so it used to be like the whole WCW area. So that that's sort of like a good area. But that is definitely a great area, and it's again one of my home promotions so like ah. that that did so hard to say like which i like more because they both have two unique things atlanta's like a family vibe for me and then fest is a party every time it's <laughs> it's the university of florida so our crowds are always drunk college kids who like might not even be wrestling fans they just see that the bar in the middle of gainesville is hosting a wild show with 
punk bands and all this stuff. So they come in and get rowdy with us and they really amplify the show. But Atlanta is like my family where I've come up the last like five, four or five years that I've been working for them and I'm the champion there. So I really love it there. Yeah, so you're going between, like, uh, Tampa and... Uh, how far is that away? Like, I think I flew from Atlanta to Miami, and it was very short. It was only, like, maybe an hour and a half, not even that. Yeah. Well, I usually end up driving up to Atlanta because I'm oh, so right. stuff. So it ends up being, on maps, it's, like, an eight-hour drive. It ends up taking, like, sometimes nine or ten with traffic, especially the Atlanta traffic. It's horrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a little far. <laughs> And, not as far as I will drive by myself. Right. And uh, when, when you're doing these independent, uh, are, are you actually on a contract or are you on like a, 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 like a, a per, per event sort of payment? I just don't know how the whole thing works. Yeah. Well, there's no like paperwork or anything. Um, the only places that get into that are places that offer contracts like your right. MLW. The Ring of Honor, Impact, NXT, blah, blah, blah. Right. But um, no, the independents are just, we are our independent contractors. So it's, you know, get an offer for a booking, agree upon a rate and the circumstances. And yeah. it's cool you can be your own boss that way. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's easier, but it's also a little bit more complicated. You got to be on top of your stuff, your schedule, all of that. No one's doing it for you. Now, have you ever had an agent? Uh, do your bookings or like you like you no? The only people I know that have that are people that like are super busy with right. and yeah. where it's literally they're like 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 when I get to that level maybe I'll let somebody else deal with it but I'm also like I like to be on top of my own stuff and I'm like really like just meticulous about it so I don't know if I'd want one. Yeah right and. Uh, it's always an interesting question. Like even uh, when I'm watching wrestling now, you know, some of my friends or some of my family will go, "Oh, why do you watch that? It's so fake." So I, I want to ask you the question: Like, what what do you say to people that 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 all that, that come up to you and go, "Oh, that's so fake. It's so phony. It's so you know what I mean?" Like I get what they're saying. Yes. To an extent. I mean, the physicality is real for sure. Like, I can't fake that I had shoulder surgery and have these scars from it. Or I can't fake the neck pain I have every day. I I get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It is something that is performative. It's not like, you know, we have a ball we're throwing back and forth. But yeah. it's not fake. It's not yes. fake. Yes. It's just interesting, like uh, you know, you know, you know who's going to win, uh, but other than that, it could be anything, you know, it, the the bumps and the bruises and the the broken bones and the concussions that people are getting. That's yeah. that's not fake. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Um, so, so so tell us about like like speaking speaking of that like tell us some of the injuries that you've had. I mean, I know uh, that you had like uh, was it a major surgery on your shoulder? It wasn't like a full on like replacement or anything. But right. I had to, they had to go in. Um, I have two scars here, two in my back, one on the side. Um, they went in laparoscopically and fixed a bunch of 
tendons and stuff, my rotator cuff. I had bicep tendonitis. I had um, one too. <laughs> oh, no. I had one on my left arm. Yeah. Yeah, it's my so. left. Um, they had to stitch my labrum back onto the socket or whatever. I don't know. I was like drugged up when they told me everything that was wrong. <laughs> so they, I, all I know is they did a lot on my shoulder yes. and then some on my bicep. So that was the worst I've had. Um, I got it by taking a German suplex and um, my elbow had hit first. So it just popped like everything forward. And on top of that, I have extreme laxity in my joints due to a syndrome I have. So, like, my stuff pops out easily. Yeah. So, it, just, it doesn't take a lot. And then I wrestled later another show that day. Then kind of worked around it, but still was hurting. Wow. Yeah. Then I kept wrestling more because I was like, it, it'll be – I didn't know what it was at the time. Yeah, I just, right. I pulled the muscle or something because it wasn't like I had like this bone sticking up or anything. And like I said, I'm, I know I'm overly flexible in my joints. So what I can handle is a lot different than what the average person can handle. So I didn't know it was that serious. So I kept wrestling and then I got hurt again, um, basing a girl for a head scissors and it like ripped, it felt like it ripped a little bit, like something like pulled. So Mm -hmm. then I took a longer break, did physical therapy Kept wrestling again. <laughs> and eventually, I just decided, like, this needs to be fixed. So yeah, almost yeah. years to the day of when I got hurt was when I had surgery. It might have been, like, a day or two off, I think. But I got it fixed and took seven, six months to recover. Wow. Tried to do it pretty fast because I wrestled on MLW and had, like, my first TV match when I came back. So that was, like... All my motivation to come back yes. and get better and heal it. Yeah, and did you have it? Do you have? Have you had any sort of other uh, injuries uh, like this before? In what? training, I like in 2015, I think I was doing a springboard kick out of the corner, and when I landed, um, instead of my foot coming straight down like this, it went straight down like that, and I landed Ooh. on like the side of my ankle. Yeah. So didn't break it. I severely sprained like the crap out of it and it was purple and it was like when I got hurt with my shoulder I kept going but like this was training so I was able to just be like I have to get out real quick and I rolled out of the ring and I couldn't I could barely get my wrestling shoes off but like my foot was huge and I went to the hospital that night I got a boot for it I was on crutches and that sucked but it wasn't broken luckily and, and do the do the independent companies sort of help you out, like with insurance or like like the hospital bills or something like that? No, um, no. No. I, I don't know what other companies do, but yeah. independently, no, it's your your own. You take care of your own crap, pretty yeah. much. Um, luckily, I'm 25, so I'm still on my parents' health insurance here. But oh, that next month, I turned 26, July 18th. So then I have to get my own insurance, and it's going to be real fun. So I'm going to try not to get hurt. Luckily, yeah. hopefully, like, all my injuries are behind me. They happened before I turned 26, and I'm done now. Yeah. And, and how, do you, how do you sort of, like, with uh, speaking about the injuries, how do you keep, like, your diet? Like, uh, you want, like, a strict diet, like, uh, when, you, when you're wrestling, for some people, it's it's very easy. They've got good metabolism. Some people, you know, they, they can just eat something and boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, uh, so 
So I'm a vegetarian, so that's a big part of my diet, and I have been one for, it'll be seven years this summer. Right. But I've pretty much always been a vegetarian off and on before that since, like, fifth grade, so that's always how I've lived, and I guess it's healthier. It is. No, I don't really follow any specific diet besides that. I pretty much eat whatever I want, and, like, I have a really, really fast heartbeat, so that, like, makes my metabolism go through the roof. So right. I'm really lucky, I guess. Very lucky. No, I literally ate pizza last night. <laughs> yes, I saw that you were eating pizza there one of the mat- after the matches. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I, and I eat, like, graham crackers every day. That's my diet. <laughs> and, and then are you, like, a gym junkie as well? Are you in the, in the gym every day or just depending yeah. on? I have my little workout set up over that way, and I like a bench, weights, bands, yoga mat, pretty much everything I need because in quarantine, the gym closed, so I was just like, have everything I need for now, so I just like canceled my gym membership and work out here when I want, but I pretty much all day, I'm doing something, like I'll get my big workout out in the morning and throughout the day, I'll stretch, do some yoga, like walk back and forth with like small weights and lift them and whatever so i always stay active that's great so i need to look at my notes now because uh, i and i only read up just a little bit about this so you and you were talking about it before how the flexibility of your your, your, correct me if i if i say this wrong um ehlers danlos syndrome close yeah ehlers danlos syndrome this is the first time I've ever heard of this. And, uh, you know, I was going through your Instagram. I also want to talk about your, your tattoos that you have as well. For people, that, the, the listeners that, that don't know about this, can you, can you just explain a little bit about this? Yeah, so it is considered a rare disease. So not a lot of people have heard about it. It is, the long and short of it is that my body cannot process the protein known as collagen. Collagen is very important for your skin, your joints, the fluid between your joints, all of that. So it gives me extreme joint laxity. I can, I'm probably the most flexible wrestler on earth because <laughs> I don't have any other wrestler that has this. I mean, yes. there's lots of girls that can split, but there's not a lot of people that can purposely dislocate their hip and put it back in with ease or their jaw like I can or oh my God. like... Freaking, my elbow goes all weird. Right. I spin it around. That's, yeah. But um, I can put so, my feet around. So do you get born, are you born with this or does it just come, right? A genetic condition. Um, I don't know which one of my parents' sides it runs on because to their knowledge, neither of them have it. It could just be that they have the gene, but it's not that active in them. Right. But it is a genetic condition that is, um, you know, onsited birth that life i guess um and is it, it is it curable or is it like it, it can it get like can you cure it is there some sort of medicine that you can use to you know prevent prevent this uh it is not curable and it is not something you can prevent so like um like when my boyfriend and i have kids one day there's a 50 percent chance they could have it so it's like right. it's not something that i could turn off for them really it's just our genetics it is by itself 
the worst part is I'd say the pain that comes with it. So there are things that people take, like the there's 13 types of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I have type three, which is hypermobility. So it is one of, it's considered one of the least severe forms um, compared to some of the other types right. where people are literally wheelchair bound or hospital bound and pass away earlier, have a lot more severe symptoms, all of that. But uh, with my form, the pain is pretty much the worst part of the actual Ehlers-Danlos, but there are comorbidities such as, um, I, like with my heartbeat, I have postular orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, it's POTS. And that is pretty much, if I went to stand up right now, because I've been sitting for a little while, I know that I would get really faint and have to like grab my desk. And my vision would be really spotty and go like, almost like this, like in and out. That's because my heart rate will rise and my blood pressure will drop. POTS causes me to not have good blood pressure, obviously. So I have low blood volume, all the blood kind of stays down in my legs. So it's not getting up to my brain, which is bad for like brain fog, um, brain blood barrier relations, my heartbeat again. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. But um, like if you were to like I'm meeting you for the first time, there's no way in hell that I would be able to recognize, hey, you've got, you know. <laughs> Yeah, unless you knew to look for, like, my elbows or, like, if I'm standing a certain way with my leg kind of weird, like, or I'm purposely bending my joints. Yeah. Somehow, or the zebra, um, I guess this is how a way somebody could tell because it's the symbol for rare chronic illnesses. And there's a medical term, or not a medical term, a medical saying that's, like, if you hear hooves, pr hoof, hoof prints, I think of noises, whatever, yeah. things not zebras. So, so when you're in medical school, you're taught to look for the more common diagnosis, then reach out for something more exotic. So the zebra is kind of like our validation that it's like, no, sometimes it actually is a rare disease because a lot of us have a hard time getting diagnosed. Rare diseases like mine aren't widely studied. Right. They require like what I, I like to call the doctors like super specialists because like we're beyond like an orthopedic doctor or a cardiologist. We're on a integrative medicine specialist that has studied specifically what I have and operates a clinic and does trials and studies and all of this kind of cool stuff medically. But yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, does, it doesn't seem to, like, be, uh, like, affecting your performance in the ring either. You know, you're running around, you're, you're slamming men, you know, <laughs> you're jumping off the top rope, you know. It doesn't seem like it's affecting you. Yeah, it, that same doctor tells me it's literally the worst thing I can do on my body because I think <laughs> I'm throwing my already unstable joints at, on hard surfaces or at other people. Right. But... I mean, I still do it anyway, like, because I, I don't care. Like, I'm so much a person that's, like, I'll deal with it later. So, like, when I'm older and I'm in a ton of pain, we'll have new medical things that can help me and I'll deal with it later. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so the doctor doesn't love that I wrestle, but, I mean, here we are. Yeah, that's right. And so you're with the MLW, you're wrestling all around, and all of a sudden... AEW comes up, was it last year? The start of AEW? Last year, yeah. And 
all these wrestlers that you've been wrestling now with for for a couple of years, uh, and which I didn't see before, all of a sudden I've started seeing them in AEW, and it's like one of my favorite wrestlers at the moment uh, is MJF. He is, you know, I don't know. This is going to be my question: uh, What is he like? outside of wrestling because we see him as this you know this guy this e- egotistic maniac <laughs> but he's super good at it on the on the mic as a wrestler he's very very good as well so can you tell us tell us a little bit about because you you were with him uh for, for quite a long time you're working with him you know in matches and you know uh, talking behind the scenes so so tell us about mjf He's okay. So I think that I have a much different take than most people because I know him a lot differently. Yes. So we have always been cool with each other. Like we would always be like cute and flirty with each other. And then we started working together more. And I'm like, no, you're actually a really cool person. Um, I learned a lot from him, like character wise, I'd say. But I mean, what you see is still what you get. Yeah. It's when there's a camera, of course, it's going to be slightly different. Yes. But he's MJF a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different with me, though, because like, and I'm I'm sure me being a girl it is different than how he's treating other dudes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're, we've always been cool. Um, I haven't talked to him in a very long time, but he is cool he kind of got my boyfriend and i together a little bit so like right. me for that yeah so yeah he's he's a cool dude i like him a lot yeah and he seems to be going on and not like um yeah just very very talented and i think he has a very bright future as well like and speaking of which have has there been any sort of talks with you with, with AEW? I mean, you know, I know you can't give too much away, but um, is that something sort of in the future that you'd be interested in? I mean, I mean, the people that uh, and Joey Janela's uh, wrestling there as well. You had a lot to do with him as well. Is that something that you'd like to do in the future as well? Oh yeah, I would love to work in AEW. Um, come on, come on, Joey. Come on, uh, MJF. Come on, let's let's. <laughs> Like, hi, I worked with so many of them, but I, that's so crazy, too, is if you think about it, Aria Blake has dated three of them, because yes. in, in FIP, Sammy and I were kind of together for a little, like, a couple shows, but we would always, like, play it up, and then with Joey and Max, it's like, <laughs> Aria Blake knows some of them better than others, but I wrestled Brandy before, and that was really fun, so I just wanted to oh, yeah. I needed Come on. Yeah, but uh, I would be grateful for anywhere really right now that would consider me, especially yeah. during these trying times. Yeah, absolutely. So your finishing move, like everybody has a finishing move. Tell us about your finishing move. So it is a, well, I have two, so it depends on the situation. Yes. Number one, which is the first one I came up with, is the Blake out, and it's just a big kick to the side of the head, right. similar to a chick kick. Right. Yep. Um, number two, if I need it, if maybe that's not working for me, it is a backstabber into a lotus lock. And then from there, I'll just hold on and hold on and try to make them tap. But usually I do, and usually I get the win that way. So it depends if I want like a knockout or if I want to make them tap. 
Right. Okay. Excellent. All right. So professional wrestler, let's move that aside. And like, if you go into any of your social medias, we will see hundreds and hundreds of beautiful, beautiful pictures uh, of your modeling, your career. Um, so tell us about how that all started and, and uh, what the plans are that for the future w- with your modeling career. How did it all start? So yeah, my Instagram is kind of laid out to purposely look like a portfolio kind of. Right. But I love shooting in my spare time. Wrestling's my first love. and I'm always going to pick wrestling over writing, modeling, whatever have you. Yes. Um, I started, I guess, like just doing promo pictures for wrestling and I loved it. And then some of the photographers would want to work outside of wrestling. Like, hey, let's do a photo shoot. So I got some practice with them. And then eventually, I guess, got okay at it. Mm. And other photographers reach out to me on Instagram or on backstage or other professional websites for modeling and want to shoot with me. So I, it's not like I do runway or anything crazy like that. It's just yeah. mostly casual shoots with people that also want to shoot. So... It's a fun hobby, I'd say. Yeah. And how long have you have you been doing this longer than the wrestling? Or did you say you started at the same time? Probably like five years ago when I started having matches and thus needing promo pictures. Yes. Um, started meeting more photographers through wrestling first and then kind of just grew and being friends with Selena De Laurenta. She was a model back in Puerto Rico. So, like, she would do more photo shoots and be like, hey, do you want to shoot with me? Do you want to shoot with me? So getting more comfortable, getting more practice in that way also helped. Yeah, right. And being a writer as well, tell, tell us a bit about that as well. Like uh, you have your blog as well that you're regularly updating as well. But uh, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, your writing experience, background. Oh, man, I've been doing it for so long. Um, I took my first journalism class in ninth grade. Tenth grade, I joined newspaper, became an editor my senior year. Yeah, right. And- went to college for i got my associate's degree in mass communications and my bachelor's degree in mass communications so done a lot of writing a lot of um mostly print media um article writing newspapers research articles interviews it's one of my first loves i'd say i like to just it's kind of similar with wrestling how we tell stories it's just another way to tell stories and I'm nosy, and I like to know things, so I like to research and write about it. Yeah, I have a WordPress blog. It's blondjuly.wordpress.com. I updated it today, actually. There's a new yeah. article about some feminine stuff. So Very I nice. want to give it away because I want people to go read it, so go see it. It's a Tom time. Yeah, I am trying to get more into that as the quarantine's set in. I'm like, okay, I can't wrestle, so... Let's get back into blogging more because it is something that, like, for a while was just a little bit of a nuisance. I was like, I don't want to write. Like, just wasn't feeling it. But I feel like I've had the spark kind of replugged and more of a love for it again. So I'm trying to keep up with it. Yeah, right. So you're definitely keeping busy in this time regardless of, uh, you know, not wrestling. You're doing your modeling and your, and your writing as well. So what does the future hold for Aria Blake? don't know um let's see i want more dogs yes now now i I, i've noticed that um and and correct me if i'm wrong but your dog cooper has is it cooper 
Yeah. He actually has an Instagram page as well. Is that correct? What a little wild man. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and oh. then I have my other two dogs on it too. And where 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 are they, where are your dogs? Are they at the back? I have two of them are with Hunter right now. We share custody, and then I have one full time Axel, and he is on the ottoman chilling right now. Right. All right. So future. So is like a continue wrestling. You know, modeling, writing. All the same. I'm happy with what I'm doing right now, but I mean when wrestling resumes i mean let's explore options let's um down to especially now that i'm a free agent for the first time in a while and rest the land like the landscape is a lot different now compared to where it was two years ago yeah so i can um hopefully explore my options more as things open up and we resume normal life again but yeah i don't have any plans to slow down anytime and still want to go overseas Still need to do that. I need to go to Japan, England, Canada, Germany, Mexico, wherever I can. Australia, yes. Need to go there. New Zealand for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And uh, we, we have like a, a good sort of independent scene down here yeah. as well. I think it's on, I don't know if it's still on cable TV. You know, they, they ha- we have, uh, I, I live in Newcastle, which is just a couple of hours outside of Sydney. And we have, uh, you know, our wrestling, you know, independent uh, wrestling here. So, um, and I know that there's one in Sydney as well. So, um, yeah, that's here. Wrestlers, because, like, I follow some and they follow me and they're so nice. Yes. And, like, I, like, every time I see Australian women's wrestlers, they're always, like, working out or, like, eating something healthy and just, like, <laughs> Yes, we're very, very laid back and just very... Yeah casual and take it everything as it comes just easy going and i do believe rhea ripley is she australian i'm fairly sure she's australian as well so um it's good to see some of the australian girls and men getting their opportunity in the u.s i mean you can only do so much here in australia if you want to make it you've got to go you've got to go to the u.s to follow your dreams so uh, is there any is there any sort of promotion, any endorsements that you want? You, you have, I'm sure you have a long list of all your social medias that you that you want to uh, talk about. Promote. Yeah, so this is where I would tell you to go see like what shows I'm on, but we don't have those right now. So <laughs> um, for the time being, my Instagram is the Aria Blake. My Twitter is I'm Aria Blake. So they're different. And then I have patreon.com slash the Aria Blake where I post where you see my photo shoots first. Um, I don't post everything to Instagram, so you can go see that. I have some blogs on my Patreon. I do giveaways every month. I mail out kiss cards, all types of goodies. So why not become a patron for $1 a month or to 100 if you really love me? There you but, go. Yeah. And tell, uh, Patreon. Tell us a little bit about Patreon for people who don't know what that's about. It is a paid subscription. Um, you get content that is provided behind a paywall. So it depends on the creator how much. There's different tiers. Um, if you pay $1 a month, you get this. If you pay $5, you get this. If you pay 10 you get more stuff. And as it goes, it's an easy way to support independent creators and artists like myself. I think it's personally a way to get more direct access to us. Because you know it's like your real fans. It's not some kind of trolls or anything. It's people that are literally paying to be there and support you. And it's a cool platform. I highly endorse it. Cameo. 
as well. How did you get involved with Cameo? They emailed me one day and said, do you want a Cameo? So I oh. said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was before that, but then um, hmm. I'd signed, I feel like I have had it for like a year or two by now. So it's easy. You just tell me like, hey, I have my birthday next month. And can you say X, Y, Z? I see a little script. I'll improvise and then people get their video. Have you had any stories about Cameo? Any bad experiences? I don't think so, no. No, uh, no I can't think of any, no. I, I don't get as many as I would like. So guys, yeah. if you're listening, go order Cameo. Come on. Give me a right. weird experience to talk about. All right. And, and just before just before we go, um, I always like to ask uh, some quick questions and you give me like a short, short answer. Are you ready to go? Ready. I've got, I've got a couple of questions. All right. Uh, modern day wrestling. Love it. Love it. AEW. Hire me. <laughs> WWE. Hire me. <laughs> MJF. Buddy friend. Buddy friend. <laughs> Joey Janela. I love the Janela's own lives on Instagram. <laughs> Joey Ryan. Uh, Boobplex. <laughs> Zita Zhang. There's a funny picture of her looking at the ref, and I'm like <sighs> behind her. So I can that. <laughs> uh, what are your top five female wrestlers? Of all time? Yes. This is hard. Lita is like the love of my life. I met her once and I was, that's the first time I've been like legitimately starstruck. Um, so Lita, AJ Lee, um, China. Mm. That's three. Charlotte. And this is so hard. Um, Trish Stratus? No, I'm thinking Japanese wrestlers. Oh. And I'm Toyota. Okay, excellent. Uh, New Japan. Uh, uh, do you watch New Japan? I do. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think of that, New Japan? Love it. Boyfriend works there. Oh, uh, so let's talk, let's talk about your, your boyfriend then. Uh, my boyfriend is TJP. I love him. And I'm actually like waiting on his schedule to figure out like when he has some stuff for New Japan coming up because after that I can see. So that's how I feel about New Japan right now. Excellent. And who's the best per, uh, wrestler that you've worked with in the ring? Mercedes Martinez. Why? Because she's the GOAT. Because <laughs> she is an amazing leader and teacher and someone that we should all look up to in wrestling, an incredible locker room leader, knows her stuff like no other female really that I've been around. So I definitely have so much respect for her. And I've put her up as like, she beat my ass and I'm happy about it. <laughs> Aria, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I know you're a, a busy girl. 
I really enjoy you watch watching you in the ring. Let's hope that uh, you sign with AEW or the NXT, supposedly, like it says the rumors. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Let's see you back on the TV. And you know, do you get nervous like uh, talking as well? Because that's not something that that's it's hard to come by. Like some people have it, some people don't. Like MJF, he can just gets a microphone and talks. It, was it difficult for you at the start or you sort of picked it up pretty easily? I think I picked it up pretty easily. I love doing pre-tapes and anything where they're speaking um, in the ring too. So I I don't get nervous about it. I love doing promos. And at first, I think maybe got a little nerve, nerve-wracking, but like I did high school like news announcements and stuff. So I was used to speaking to a camera a little bit. Right. So, that was cool. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't as nerve-wracking as it is for some people. So I got off a little easy on that. Right. Uh, make sure that you uh, put Australia on your list of places to come. <laughs> so you're at Instagram. So it's the Aria Blake. The Aria Blake, one word. Uh, on Cameo, on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter as well, I did notice as well. Yeah, I'm um, not but I don't really use it that much. It's like Twitter's yeah, negative. Lots of places you can find uh, Aria and, and uh, all the best for the future. And come back on when you're wrestling and when you're wrestling every day on the TV. Come back on and let's let's talk again, all right? For sure. Let's do it. All right. No worries. Thanks, thanks for your time, Aria. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.